stop on this train will be... It's up to you, New York, New York. Swung on a hit in the air, the deep center, sets back, away back, yeah. she is gone. This is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. Hello, and welcome to the third episode of the 161st Street Podcast. I'm joined by the Asian sensation himself, Jake Cortman. I'm also joined by the Redman. No, not Clint Frazier. We got Zach Brooks. And P, I am Murph, and uh, we're going to be talking O's, we're going to be talking J's, we're going to be talking all those series, uh, but first and foremost... The Yankees just dropped their uh, first loss in 10 games. Uh, they just closed out the nine-game uh, winning streak. Kind of got smoked by the uh, Jays there. Yeah, but Mike Sockman hit another ding-dong. Yeah. And, Dude, uh, that guy is on a fucking tear. Yeah, tear. we should we we should definitely talk about that. Dude, I know we've it, it's been spoken about over the last week or two, but, dude, Mike Talkman is just playing on a different planet right now. If anyone watches Yes Network as often as we do, which... I don't expect you to because we do it a scary amount. He was put in the club of a plus 290 average, a plus 360 OBP, and a plus 540 slugging with a minimum of 175 plate appearances. This is the company he's in. Cody Bellinger, Charlie Blackman, George Springer, Mike Trout, Christian Yelich, and himself are the only ones in that category. So the fact that Mike Talkman, who we've seen on and off since the beginning of the season – and you start getting some consistent playing time now. This guy is just on an unreal tear. I mean, you can't really argue with the facts that he's the number one hitter in the Major League Baseball with since July 1st with a 417 batting average, 470 on base plus slugging. It, the dude's unbelievable. Wait, that's since July 1st? Yeah. 417? Yes. Jesus. I didn't know that. He's, he's really unbelievable. I mean, that's, a, that's an entire month. 417. More than a month. Dude, and his catch the other day. Huh? Dude, his catch the other day was ridiculous. He well, jumped in. He on. jumped into the seats. He really Old did. Jeter Oscar. No, not even, dude. I can't even <laughs> say that. <laughs> I would never say that's Jeter. Jeter didn't play left field. Nah, when I'm, I'm just kidding. But like literally after this past game just ended, like you just said, they're batting four. He was batting four seventeen. But this is specifically in the last six games. He won Player of the Week. He's 10 for 24, four home runs, 13 RBIs, but the underappreciated stat, I think, is he has three stolen bases in that time. And it's just so fun to watch because he's just using his body momentum so well where, like, they haven't been very bad throws from that I've seen, and he's just safe most of the time. That's something the Yanks need, too, because there's not a ton of speed. Gardner's still probably the fastest one, and he's, you know, I guess a shell of what he used to be in terms of just the weeds. Is that is that the he hasn't fu- is that the fucker from Kansas City? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's from New York. He's from New York. Has he even been brought up past the minors yet? Strictly playoffs. So did he? anyone he's, even hear him say Terrence Gore? Do we really need another outfielder? It's so funny. We're talking about Terrence Gore. For all of you that didn't hear, our co-host Rella doesn't even have a mic with him, and he started jumping into the conversation. Look, we love the Yankees. If that's not known already, but Rella. Rella is a different breed. 
new level. All right, let's talk about this uh, this Toronto series thus far. Uh, yesterday was absolutely fucking shellacked them, and then today we put half on the mound, and shit seemed to hit the fan a little bit. I mean, uh, what are your just one <laughs> little stat uh, with Hap. Now he has. Uh, let me find it real quick. He's got t- 2.18 home runs per nine innings pitch, which is the highest uh, in the majors for a certain amount of innings pitch. I don't exactly remember what it is. But that's just god fucking awful. And if that continues in the playoffs, <laughs> that's not good. I mean, uh, personally, I don't think he's going to be a starter in the playoffs. He's going to no be shot. I hope if he comes. He, there's I'll, no shot he comes out of starter. I'll be terrified even if he comes out of the bullpen. I mean, I know, like, it was an issue. It's been an issue all season, our starting pitching. But, like, it was a big topic two weeks ago. And then we started smacking ten runs a game and just winning at all of them. Mm-hmm. But could we not forget Tanaka let up what? Five against Baltimore. We have Hap, who just That's let true. up how many today? Herman let Dem- up four yesterday. Herman let up four yesterday against Baltimore. These are teams that aren't – even close to making the playoffs. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, that's the thing that everyone's been talking about, I guess, since during this nine-game win streak is that the pitching has been a little bit better, but it's kind of been, I don't know, outshadowed by the the bats a little bit. The uh, starting pitching is still not exactly where we want it. Uh, It made sense we didn't make a move at the deadline and everything, but we we just got to pray that, you know, Savvy comes back healthy. Look, I don't think it was any secret. Every team knew we needed one desperately, so they were upcharging us. But, like, I'm I'm a fan of what Cashman did, personally. I don't want to give up Delvi Garcia. I don't want to give up Mike Talkman. I don't want to give up Andahar or Glaber. Listen to me. Don't even say Clint. I, he is just not – no one wants him after the but you share your his hair. antics. You guys aren't red brothers? Nah. Look, <laughs> folks, I might be red. He might be red. But I don't like him. All right, why the, all right, you got to explain to me why you don't like Cliff Frazier. Right does now. does, no, does no one understand the first rule of sports? The first rule of sports, the saying that goes across the board in every single one I've ever seen. The legs feed the wolf. Defense wins championships. <laughs> there it is. All right. Defe- You're close. You're close. <laughs> you were close, but defense wins championships. And from what I saw when he was on his hot streak, That's why this doesn't when he hitter. was batting 280, which That's is true. good, but not a hot streak, he was also giving up, like, one blown diving catch per series. So I actually read something about that. And uh, the New York Times put out an article yesterday just kind of showing what Clint Frazier is kind of going through right now. And one thing that stuck out to me that made a little bit of sense was the diving catches and the, the reluctancy afterwards to not dive was apparently, he didn't say this, but the skepticism around it was that he doesn't want to lay out and have a similar kind of injury uh, to, as the concussion that he had last year, and so he's like more, he's more uh, like aware of the wall and where it is. He's a little sketched out. He's not playing, he's not fielding naturally, uh, like he would. He's, he's got something in the back of his head about it. That's the sport. No, I, I agree with that. I'm just saying uh, that's that's something. But my point, my, <laughs> that's my, my the job. Only, no, my only point is that that's something that you can get over. So I, it's not like he's well, always going to be that dog shit at fielding. Okay, maybe but maybe he will. maybe he won't. To get back to honestly, might be a new topic, but. The fact that Clint Frazier's not up now, you can't like. Talkman is the best player in the oh, MLB no, I'm not, right I'm not, now. I'm not saying there Clint is over no Talkman. room for Clint Frazier on the Yankees. I can agree. Even with that come part. playoff time, there's no shot that Clint Frazier should be on our roster with the way that. Oh no, I, I agree with that. Like I don't know. Just, just think about the injuries we have to this team right now, especially in our outfield. Like Clint Frazier is the least of our worries. We have Hicks out. John Carlos Stanton out. 
And there's someone else I feel like I'm missing. Gary's back tomorrow. Glaber's day to day and Carcion. Okay, but that's we just. Oh no, sorry. We just got Maben back. Yeah. Yeah. So between all those guys, we still have Guardy healthy. We still have Talkman healthy. We Maben is healthy, and we have three more. Oh, we still have Judge. Excuse me. Also, maybe it's hitting like three thirty. How yeah. the fuck is that possible? And he went like zero for four. His today. career was no. He, he got an infield single in the last. Oh yeah, inning. this was before that was kind of again tonight. But <laughs> his career was actually over before he came this year. Like he yeah. last what year was he, was, what, on the on the, he was what on the Padres or something last year. I, I thought think. it was uh, Indians. So, Indians. Yeah, yeah, he's been he, everywhere. He's like Shaq, but not nearly as good. He just played for every every fucking team, and then all of a sudden he comes to the Bronx and he, he's lighting it up. It makes no sense. Can, can we? Looking at his stats, he's currently batting 335 this year. So, that, yeah. Okay. Cameron Maven. What do you do? What do you go Cameron through? Maven is Maybe. batting 335. And he's got wheels still. Yep. Did you see oh. his double yesterday? That should have been an easy trickling single yep. into center field. The last time he finished a season over 300 was in 2008. Okay. He batted 500 with 36 plate appearances. Gotta love baseball <laughs> reference. So, you think we're smart, folks? We have laptops. Small, <laughs> small, small sample size. I think we should get back to the point, though, where, where you mentioned how uh, how Gary Sanchez is coming back on a. Uh, He's supposed to start. Gary Sanchez is supposed to come back tomorrow, but he flew. How could we possibly mess up the mojo that we got Romine and Higashioka in right now? I mean, you can't tell uh, me you're not going to put so Sanchez in. Sanchez in the back half of the year is batting less than 100. And our two our two other guys right now are over 320. So, so, so you're, you're going to tell me. Get a mic and talk to me, Rella. <laughs> you're going to tell me you're going to take Higashioka over Gary. I might take the tandem. I wouldn't take Higashioka. So the if you're taking. I like, to, I like to call him Reliable Romine. He's just been <laughs> on tear. <laughs> if you're taking current statistics. While Gary Sanchez has been out, don't say anything, Brooks. While Sanchez has been out, Romine and Higashioka combined have been batting a 339. Okay. 339, which is better than Sanchez has been, what, his whole career? Prove me wrong. His whole career. Wait, do you see the one? Small sample size. And six home runs, too. Seven. Wait, do you see the one about about Romine and Urshela? So before this year, Romine and Urshela, they're on different teams, but they combined for six career home runs. In their last 51 combined at-bats, nine home runs. That's... 29, 27 on the year. That's another combined. thing I want to get into. We'll get into that later, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll mention uh, that it's later. It's about Urshela. Yeah, I mean... Well... Jeez. A-Rod. He is the second coming of A-Rod. Urshela is a different breed. He's got Arenado's glove with apparently the baseball bat of Altuve this year. Like Altuve's having the worst nowhere. year of his career. Altuve outside of this year. When you say Altuve, you still think of the 350 hitting Altuve from two... Recently, fucking dude. Yeah, Jose Altuve but right Roma, now is over 300. It, it kind of gives us – He's over 300 with like at least 15 home runs. Romine's a free agent after this year, and he's kind of making a case. Romine could be what a starting catcher on half the teams in this league. You easily. I was going to ask, how many teams do you think you could actually Cat- – I think finding a solid catcher might be probably the hardest position to find in the league. I mean, just think I about agree. the catchers that would be better than him. I, no, I agree. And and it wasn't. It's, it's not just, just this year. This is, Probably, this is a flashback. Like, this who's is just like eight? This is a Look, word I think word. we can unanimously agree. Gary Sanchez is probably the best catcher in the league right now. Who who's ahead of him? Wilson Contreras. I'll take my. I'll take. Grandall is killing. I'll take my chances with Gary. Well, Gary's hitting two thirty. That's the catch. And he's also kind of injured. But this is a flashback. Like. All right. So if you put those three at the top, sorry to cut you off. Now you're good. But then you got Romine. Who's in between them? James McCann. 
No, James, James, James McCann. James McCann on the white side. Good, <laughs> Good one, Rella. Self five. <laughs> but like seriously, James McCann outside like the top. You got the top tier. Then you got Romine who's solid. James McCann who's having a very good, year. good year. very good year. He's having a very good year. Who, who's who's left? Yadier Molina who's eight hundred years old. So they did a thing, Hall of Famer. They did a thing in the NFL where they rated the quarterbacks into four tiers, and you know there were six or seven in the top tier, and it, it goes down. What tier? If you if you did that exact thing, and they only did it for starting quarterbacks. What tier do you put Roman? Two. Top He's three. Top three, bottom second two. Tier. Second two. tier. I, I'd say, yeah, two. maybe between second two tier. and three. Low two, high three. I, yeah, I He's not a premier all – He's not an all-star catcher, but he He's is – an extremely close. serviceable catcher. And above-average starter want. for most of the teams in the league. Do you think he'd be above-average starter? Yes. Just look at his average. Like. I mean, yeah, but you can't – That's. I mean, one – not even a complete year average, you can't – not even that. that. Like, look at the year before, too. He was unbelievable. Well, that's what I actually was going to mention, too. Was, like, this is, this is basically the same thing last year. <laughs> last year when Gary went down, pretty early in the year, from what I can remember, Romine kind of snapped that. And we were like, oh, wow, you like, picked this thing up. And this yeah. was before the whole next man up. We didn't have that many injuries last year compared to this year. I mean, we did. But it wasn't nearly what's going on this year. I just and we think, were talking about Romine then. And now here he is again. I just think that Romine comes up in the biggest spots that we need. Like, Solo kid. He's, he's just always there when we really need him to step Base up. Base hit. Like, yeah. Base hit. Easily. Like, Good defense. Like It's underappreciated. He has, he's above average defensively. I to be fair, we're also watching Gary Sanchez the rest of the year. Exactly. So. But Gary Sanchez but this year. Uh, he, he, he did he pick did it up this year. Lower that. He that picked was, it up this year. Especially he, defensively. He, he was did like, do a lot defensively this year. but yeah. Defensively this year is like a top tier compared. Like If we're excluding last year. Well, yeah, last year. Think, last like, year he was the worst defensive catcher I've ever seen. Yeah, that's hard, yeah that was hard to beat. So. Well, if Gary's top tier, then Romine's elite, and I'm not saying Romine's elite defensively, defensively, defensively. Like I, he's still not as good as Romine. Defensively. Romine's a top 15 catcher in the league. Yes, I think that. I, I'll yeah. take that. I don't know. He might I top 12. That. I don't know about that. This year we have two of the top 12 yeah, catchers sure, in the MLB. I, I I think I could find 15 catchers that I, I would take be... next year over Romine. One thing I have seen, sorry to butt into you guys, <laughs> it's just been eating me to not talk oh right now. Romine in his career has only been, his career salary is about like. Five million total. Five million, million total. So you got, you got to tell the guy like, hey, listen, like let the guy get paid. If, if he's not going to, we're not going to match that. Are we going to pay him now? We're not going to match that for a backup catcher. We're just not <laughs> Gary's the catcher of the future. And like, if he goes to half these other teams, He's gonna get paid at least fifteen million dollars over like three seasons. It's just a fact. So, so me and Cortman actually just looked up a lot of the starting catchers in the MLB, and we have officially determined he's better than half of them. More than half. More than we, half. We looked at the top fifteen. He's easily in the midst of the ten yeah, to fifteen range. Can we confirm? I mean, that? yeah, statistically this year probably. Yeah. Can we confirm? No, that? statistically right, so this year definitely. But I believe, I believe it. I believe it. So this. This article is kind of old, but top 15 MLB catchers as of March 23rd. Just think about this. 2019? Yes. Yes. Just think about this. Number 13 is Kurt Suzuki. Okay. When? (laughs) I haven't heard that name in three years. I was sick in 2013. Is he he still stuck in Oakland? Are you sure this isn't 2013? Nope. This was this year. All right. Well, I mean, Kurt I guess, yeah, because catchers are hard to come by, but also a lot of them are... And I'm they, pretty sure Cervelli's somewhere on this list. Francis, Cervelli, I miss Cervelli. 
No, Frank, don't, he's no, on the don't. Pirates. You don't miss Cervelli. Come on. He's good. Yeah, he's good, but you're telling me you would rather... Where would Cervelli? Well, just, just, show, saw, just showed him on the Pirates. He did, he did kill him. That's, that's very one? true. It, does, it couldn't matter less. He's probably batting 213 in a ditch somewhere. He's probably got more concussions than the average running back. It might be the best. So, Murph, this is kind of going towards your argument about the tiers. This is... MLB posted this and said... This is based off fantasy production, which is completely different from what we're talking about because catcher is a very defensive position. Right. But it has tier one as Gary Sanchez, JT, Real Munto. And then tier two is Grandal and Posey. Tier three is Contreras, Ramos, and Yadier Molina. Yeah. And then tier four is probably where he would fit in in this list fantasy-wise, which is all offensive production. But it's Danny Jensen... Wellington eh. Castillo, Cervelli, eh. Zanino, and Lucro. That's this Who? year. This year. This year's fantasy. Yes. Eh. Lucro is I mean, okay. Yeah, but uh, the, the thing but, is, no, but the thing, the, the fact that he's at tier four and like with these other guys that start every yeah. day says a lot because exactly. that's, that's going exactly. off like with a certain amount of games that he's yeah. played and everything yes. like that. I'm sorry. Can we, can we double back around? You said JT Realmuto was in that top tier. Yes. Yeah. He's on the Phillies now, correct? Yeah. Correct. So are the Phillies just the kings of overpaying for underproduction? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, he, he has he's, been good this year. He's definitely very I don't know. Player, I remember. Well, they're, 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 I, they, yeah, what's no, he batting? They, they made a push. I don't think he Which, did. Which, again, brings us back. This, again, brings us back to the fact that, personally, a healthy season, I'm taking Gary Sanchez over any other catcher in the league. Healthy? Well, yeah. He's healthy he's, Gary he's Sanchez. Healthy. He is far and away the best hitting catcher no in the league. His healthy. defense is like, coming. Like, not even no... close. And it also says a lot that, if you ask every player on the Yankees who the best hitter on the Yankees is, I guarantee you they say Gary Sanchez. Yes. Which is crazy. To judge? Uh, to judge? DJ LeMahieu. They. Well, it depends who you define as hitter. Because DJ LeMahieu is definitely the Sorry, how have we mentioned the god? DJ is an alien. It doesn't count. It does not count. DJ Also, can we, can we take a minute to thank the Colorado Rockies? Because this year, they gave, they gave us... They gave us Talkman and DJ LeMahieu, not in the same and thing, but we basically, and the, all three of them all came from the Rockies, and they are just, uh, we haven't, get, we didn't give up anything for them, and they're unreal. Let me see if he's they're, they're the reason that we're as good as we are. If we didn't have DJ and Talkman and Adovino, I mean, and we'd probably still be leading the AL East, maybe, but not by this much, and we wouldn't be this confident right now. I got some shit about Adovino, if you want to let me speak. <laughs> I did grab the mic again. Sorry, Cortman. He's it. the odd man out here. All right, Adam Bonavino, what do you know about that guy? He's number zero. He, he throws a nasty slider. He played on frisbee. the Rockies. <laughs> I'd hate to be the Rockies. I'd literally be jumping into the deep end and just breathing really heavily. You mean the shallow end. You'd dive into the shallow end. I'd be breathing water. I'd, be, I'd drown myself if I was them. <laughs> my point being, let's talk about a few stats that I have in my brain right now. How about that? So yeah, Adam Bonavino, we talked about it last episode when I was on the good guys. The A-team. He didn't make an all-star team. Didn't make no. the all-star team, not an all-star team. The one. He didn't make it. Why? I don't know. So I looked into it. I was pissed. <laughs> All right. Can you fucking get there, please? I was. Let me, let, me, let me tell the story. So I was pissed off, so I looked into it. Really bored at work. Had nothing to do today. I just sat there just breathing. For those that didn't know, Rella put in his two weeks about four weeks ago. <laughs> It's it's just a courtesy thing. They said, when's your last day? 16th. So <laughs> I, got, I got one more week. Regardless, I'll get to it. Uh, Adam Adovino, there's, a, there's three stats I want to get to. One of them you may have heard before. It's called ERA. His, no, never heard his ERA is 1-4-2. That's low. Very low. 
But to go into to to feed off that point, there's one thing that's called. You've never heard of these before, probably. I I learned them as we, as I've been looking Try through me. Baseball Reference. I took baseball stats. Leverage index. I have heard of that. Something very cool. Leverage index is something that measures the amount of leverage that a pitcher is used in, like the, the high pressure situations they come in, how often they're used, in, and it's weighted based on how high pressure. Like, so it's like a hold versus obviously a seventh inning. Up things like 16. no, but things like three people on, like bases loaded, oh, 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 okay. two people on. How how much pressure they're facing when they come in. Mm-hmm. Adam Adovino is ranked number one on the Yankees in leverage index. Remember that. That being said, the fact that his ERA is so low with the highest leverage index on the Yankees is astonishing. That mean, and that, that, goes means into, that goes into my next point, too. There's another stat called LOB percentage, and that stands for left-on-base percentage. The... The point of being a reliever is to leave people on. You come in in right. high-pressure situations, like I said, and you leave them on. That's Especially your, that's if you your come job. You're going to try yeah. to do that. Well, that's what that's what he does, and this makes sense. Before but, you even say what stat yeah. it is, the, the, that makes sense that he would be that because he's not like Chapman. Chapman comes in in the ninth when nobody's on. So anybody leaves you're on right. base, he puts there. That but Anavito comes point. in usually exactly. in the middle of the inning. He's, and, he, and to their point, too, he is second in the league in holds. He has okay. twenty. He has 23 holds. We're only behind Stammen, whoever the fuck that is, at 24. <laughs> I don't care. He's on the fucking Padres. Three of the top six in holds, too. Yeah, in the entire MLB. Zach Britton at 23, tied with Adovino, and Canely at 21. That's just because the Yankees' bullpen is ranked so highly. I'm going out of ten. I think Canley is my favorite relief yeah. pitcher in that entire group. He's let me finish, let me finish my point so I can get off the fucking mic. Oh, yeah. So, please, you smell. <laughs> So there's one thing called left on base percentage, and that's the main job of a reliever. Your job is to come into a situation that's a little, little dirty and clean it up, right? Right. Mop so his guy. left on base percentage is 94.4%. That means he leaves 94.4% of people on bases that, he, that have, he comes into that situation, leaves them on, strands them. Can I ask you something? The MLB average is 719 So okay. he is second in the league in left on base percentage behind only... One guy and his name is Emilio Pagan. Who the fuck is that? So in the way shorter version, he's fucking filthy. These stats are correct, too, by the way. I got really bored. I memorized them. (laughs) My point being is that Adam Adovino is fucking good at baseball, and I don't know how he didn't make an all-star team, the all-star team. And if I was a Colorado Rockies gym, I'd be punching well, air. It's a Drop fan the ball. mic goodbye. Here's Corbin. Punching it's a fan ball. No, but hey, Rello, before you take the mic, or I guess we can hear you anyway because you talk loud, but <laughs> <laughs> the, my question about that stat, is it only inherited runners, or does it count runners that you put on? So if you walk a guy, if you walk a guy, if you walk a guy with two outs and strike out the next guy, that, that counts as a the, to the percentage, or is it only inherited? But like you, he couldn't be good at that stat because maybe he walks or gives up a hit. Like I, I don't know. Okay, you want? One thing that we were trying to get to was. Oh, sorry, bro. No, I was gonna say if we want to talk about something else. I have a, a like a fun stat from yesterday. Well, uh, the back half of our lineup, obviously, in the last ten games, has just been. Disgusting, Ridiculous. like disgustingly good. Ridiculous. So the statistics that I found on this are that our five to nine hitters since the All Star break are first in batting average, first in home runs, and first in slugging percentage. These statistics are they're batting 318 combined. They're combined for 32 home runs. 
and they're combining for 612 slugging. You're, you're telling me that Cameron Maven, Austin Romine, Kyle Higashioka, Talkman. Mike, Talkman, Mike Talkman, Brett Gardner, Talkman. The com- uh, Honestly, the combination Torres of hits five to nine a lot, too. Yeah. Mike Ford. Mike Ford. V- Valera. Valera. You're telling me a combination of these schmucks who should be in the AAA are leading the MLB? Grand They're not Railriders. schmucks anymore, but, but granted, when they came in and they're like, okay, we got a half-assed Yankees team, and they smacked the shit out of them. <laughs> Like, you don't think that brought us double the amount of joy that Stanton and Ju- we'd get from Stanton and Judge? Does Stanton? anyone even know how to say Valera's first name? No, no, no clue. Not Thank a, you. I, Thank it took you. me two years to learn Higashioka's last name. Uh, I, it might be a little insensitive, but I called him Hiroshima, Hiroshima for, for so long. I haven't even tried. Uh, a lot of people came yeah. first time I literally thought right. that was name and yeah. whatever. But the astonishing thing about that is that if you look, remember when we first got like the May, like the end of free agency kind of thing, and then you know spring training starting, and they're like, "Wow, the Yankees lineup's scary." And you looked at it, and people forget, but Torres and Andahar were hitting seven eight, and yeah. we're having this, we're dominating the back half of the lineup with all people that were not supposed to be in the starting lineup at all. And we also had Greg Bird batting five. Greg Bird, I love him. Greg Bird. Yeah, well, Greg Bird. We don't have our Greg Bird. Greg Bird wouldn't bat five on a Little League team right now. We don't have our Greg Bird enthusiasts on today, but that would be fuller. And to let him know, just to remind him after the multiple times we've told him, Greg Bird fucking sucks. He is not and good hey, at baseball. Across, across the table, so does Tyler Wade. Yeah, you can relax on my boy Tyler Wade there. Um, but to be fair... <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, uh, I'm not a Tyler Wade fanboy as much as I am a Clint Frazier fanboy. Kev kind of got that wrong when he uh, made that caption. So, but I still do love Tyler Wade. He's. I, I also love Luis Sessa. I love a lot of the terrible, terrible people. What? Put the mic <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, lo- I love a lot of the guys that nobody really likes, and then when they're good, I can say, see, I told you. So, uh, if Luis Sessa is ever good... Uh, all right, but you being a Clint Frazier fan, could you genuinely tell me that he deserves a, a roster spot? Oh, oh no, on no, the no, I'm not delusional. I'm not delusional. Okay, but I, I'm just talking about like in, in terms of my personal enjoyment and watching the Yankees. Clint Frazier is so fucking exciting to watch. Like, there's just everything about him is so fun, and I also kind of like that he's, I kind of like that he goes against. Well, he's got he's got like the cleats. He's really he's no. good with the. He's bat. got the cleats. He's got the cleats. No, no, no. Can, you, can, you, can you give me a second on this one? PJ because Tucker's got nice shoes in the NBA too. Is he your favorite player? I was getting Come somewhere. On. All right. Come on. The, the thing that I kind of like about him is that he kind of he goes against uh, the the grain of the Yankees. They're you know clean cut. That's like the the thing there. And he, he goes against that a little bit, and I kind of like that. Uh, he wanted the most ballsy thing. This is why I started liking originally. That's not true. The mantle thing? No, no, one no, no can I'm, hear getting Rella. The, I'm getting to the mantle thing. <laughs> no, the, ma- the mantle thing is that, so when he, he was number seven, his whole career growing up, like with the um, Cleveland Indians and everything, when he first came up to the Yankees, not this year, but the year before, he asked if they could unretire Mickey Mantle's number. Mickey fucking Mantle. <laughs> So that he could wear number seven, this fucking rookie. That doesn't mean he's untraditional. It just means he's no. I'm an just idiot. saying. I'm just saying he's got fucking clackers. Like you're gonna go up to the Yankees organization and say, "Hey, can you fucking unretire Mickey Mantle's number so that I can wear it?" 
<laughs> I, I mean, obviously, he's I don't a know about idiot. you, but that, you're he's not helping idiot, your case for why I don't like him. No, he's an idiot, but yeah, I was like, all right, all. I like that. No, it was the mindset behind it. I he, like it. He's like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm Clint Frazier. I'm here. I like you're that. You're shitting on him. I'm not shitting on Which him. Is the, it happened. And that is the exact reason where he doesn't fit in on the Yankees and we oh, need to trade him. If you're no, on, if you're on I, the Yankees, no, listen, you appreciate not, I, and not, respect not, the tradition. I'm not blind to like, I want Clint Frazier in the line. If he fits, he fits. If not, he doesn't. And he doesn't. If they got a good piece for him. He dug his own grave. I'd be all right with him. Feel bad for him. I'd yeah, be alright with them getting rid of him. So, for example, the one the, I'd be at happy the, at the get trade rid of deadline. Him. I don't want him at the trade deadline. The, oh. the trade package that the Mets offered us. Todd Frazier. It was. Uh, oh, I fucking missed. Todd we just Frazier. got an alert. Yeah. Sorry, Todd, Todd Frazier. Frazier. So, Frazier. Oh my god, the Mets won. The Mets won. Oh my god, the Mets won. All right, fuck the Mets. Back. All right, wait. No, let's talk about that. I'm sorry. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Just real quick. The Mets wanted Garcia. And Frazier for Stroman. Absurd. If it was Garcia and Frazier for Syndergaard, I'd get and rid of Frazier in a second. But I still like him if, if he was on the Mets even. Like, and the thing I, is I like that, I don't care. that people knew how bad people knew how bad we needed started pitching. And they started jacking up prices, which is the reason why we didn't make move at the trade deadline. I mean, I mean yeah. The, the Diamondbacks wanted Robbie Ray for Clint Frazier. That's just absolutely absurd. Fuck it. No, yeah, it was Torres, wasn't it? No, no it was Torres. Fuck it. Yeah, it they, Torres. They, sure? they wanted Torres for, Frazier? for Robbie Ray. Yeah. Are you sure? They wanted Torres Ray? for Robbie Ray. Despite the fact I'm sorry, folks. Because if we're trading Clint Frazier for Robbie Ray, I'm probably taking you. I'm going to I'm gonna put a poll on know. the Instagram later. Who the fuck is Robbie if, Ray? If, yes or no, exactly. would you I mean, trade Robbie Clint Ray Fra- before the trade deadline? Yes. I, 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 I knew him last year. He was good last year, too. Uh, I'm going to put a poll personally on the page later saying, yes or no, would you trade Clint Frazier for Robbie Ray? Because no. my personal opinion is no. yes. yes. We're, we're not going to no. bring him up. We need a pitcher or else we're going to destroy our bullpen before it even gets to the playoffs. No. We don't have a fifth pitcher right now. What, what else we, we don't need a Clint Frazier? We don't need him to win the than than AAA championship. You don't he's need worth a, way more than Robbie Ray. Thank you. All right, so, in my opinion. So okay. what are we getting for him? Why? Why? I would rather give up Stroman. I would give up Stroman in a second. You don't have Stroman. I mean, I would give up Clint Frazier for Stroman in a second. Well, yeah. it's a little late Stroman for that. All right. Up, oh, I know, in the, in the sense, but when we were when all the talks were... Oh, yeah. Wait, tell me, tell me to the Yankees, what value does Clint Frazier hold? Well, I, in the sense of... He's a DH. Zero. He's good looking. Zero. We've seen him he in has the, zero. We've seen, we've seen him in the earlier season. Who, who do you want for him? Instead and of him. we did see him. But he does now Talkman's hitting. Well, now Talkman's out of bat. the blue. But I mean, like his bat has a better future. Like, um, dude, you're telling me you don't. So want, like, you're telling well, me you don't want arguably an MLB quality starter on a different team, not on the Yankees. A most, lot of teams, he would teams. be the starter, most a, a the starter. And you're telling me that you don't want him as your like fifth triple A option to bring up. That's the exact like, thing I'm saying. That's so cool. If I Clint can, Frazier if I can get an actual will starter. not be not on anything. the Yankees anymore. He will not play for the Yankees. He will not he'll wear those pinstripes again. again. On the off He's chance not that we have six injuries in the outfield, he'll never play for the Yankees again. Right, but there's no reason to get rid of him if we're not getting anything for him. No, I'm not going to trade him for that Robbie is, Ray. That is, there's a fair deal. Where that is the reason it, to get rid of him. He's never going to play for us again. Robbie Ray is, like, we were all high and mighty about Sonny Gray. 
Sonny Gray was supposed to be good before. Imagine yeah. a guy that hey, he was an all-star this year. He was an all-star every, this no, year. He was good every year except for last year. I'm just saying. Imagine a guy we're not high on. I said, I personally sat on Baseball Reference the entire time the Robbie Ray talks were going down, and I was like trying to. I was that Jim from the office. You being, love bragging about how trying, good you are. At work. Try, all right, f- I mean, fuck off. I was at. I was on the weekend. <laughs> it was. It was on an off day, and I was trying to figure out like, am I? You want like to talk about work? It was like the Jim from the office meme. And it's like looking at the computer and then just shaking my head, like trying to convince myself that I, like on baseball reference, that Robbie yeah. Ray is good because it He's seemed not. like we were going to get him. Robbie good. Ray is very, very average. And I'm not going to give up an above average, look, really young bat that He's could hat. get better. And I think we're reading too deeply into so this. An above you? average player that will never help our team right, we're, out. We're, yeah. Yeah. we're talking too much about the deadline. But we were, like we're, two, but we were trading out an above average player for a low return because we were in such a bad situation. So I'm not going to give up a player like that. Because and everyone's looking down on his fielding too. His fielding's not that bad. It's yes, just bad it timing too. He might be better than that. I'd like to trade him when there's a full Thank you. five tools. Then it shows the league that he Wait, isn't. A, he's not. He's not. He's not a liability in the field. We'll get more out of him than a Robbie Ray. He's still. Yeah, That's all he's I'm got saying. Drop the mic. Here's Pete. <laughs> all right, so you, we got to move on from this. So I'm just gonna ask one question Let's that we were thinking about. about. Orioles series. All right. Uh, what yeah. about yeah, who, did who did Didi throw on? <laughs> Wait, actually, actually, I, no. We should, it was Mancini, but hold on. Can we talk about that in one second? Because this kind of relates. We had we had one question we were kind of asking all week, and we, we were going back and forth of it in our uh, group chat for this podcast. But if you took the preseason, like pre-spring training, what the roster was supposed to look like for the Scranton, mm, sorry, Rail Riders, if that roster was in the MLB. In a 162 game season, what do you think their record would be? Like the Rail Riders, like <laughs> not right now. I'm talking about the beginning of the year. So you like that that they had Talkman at the time. They had like every like take everybody that was. So in if the AAA the, team played a full season without coming up, basically, yeah, right, yes, yeah, and and they were in the MLB. They would they would be destroying everyone. But like no, they would not be destroying. <laughs> okay. everyone. But wait, the thing no, is, they wouldn't make the playoffs. But like they they wouldn't they wouldn't. They would so to be fair, a lot of do you think they'd be to be fair? Wait, I, I don't know the Scranton Rail Riders starting pitchers. That's true. I don't it's, know it's who the Garcia. fuck they are. It's Garcia. Garcia, Lasagna. Lasagna? 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 Lasagna is Garcia and Lasagna. I can't also. name off, off the Chance Adams. top hat. Holder was down Montgomery there. Montgomery throwing righty? Montgomery Come on. Rip to Montgomery. No, but I want to hear everybody's just genuine what you think their record would be. I mean... It would be it would be below five hundred for sure. Uh, but like, let me clear this up. If the AAA team for the Yankees without any injuries were in the MLB, is that yes. what the, the preseason? They'd be better than the Tigers. That's that was basically bad. my question. Like, would That's they like really nine. be better than the Tigers? If we made a team with our podcast, we'd be better than the Tigers. <laughs> our softball team, is better than the Tigers. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's it's like a kind of a kind of a relevant argument like just by seeing or, how much they're producing up in the majors you know or what if like, we flip this dude Urshela was not in the MLB in the beginning like Urshela and was on true. the railroad and what if we flip this and said none of the Yankees got hurt how good would our AAA team be that's true they'd be undefeated it'd be undefeated Talkman would be hitting 500 because you're either way. Mike because Ford you're laughing that's why it matters kidding me Mike Ford would have 65 home runs it's a fun thought I, I don't know, man. I, it, it, it is Wait, so, go, so going I mean, back to the Orioles series? Yeah, I was just going like, What I was getting at before was we threw out – Didi threw out Trey Mancini at home, correct? Yes. Yeah. Why oh, Didi's arm's back. Why the hell hasn't <laughs> Trey Mancini been traded? 
Trey Mancini is just—he is hating life over because there. Because he's a fucking Oriole. He's actually yeah. fucking good, Trey and I wanted to talk about is that. A I, this is, player. This is, I'm him. back, he's by the way. Corbin went to the bathroom. Perfect opportunity for me to talk again. I can't stop doing it. Didi's throwing darts at home. He is miserable. Didi can't time. stop throwing people out. Arm clearly recovered. Didi throws fine. darts like Rella can't stop Let's talking. Just I can't stop talking. Let me ask you a question about the Orioles series. Uh, I, got a, I got a couple questions I wrote down. <laughs> so you're Jonathan VR, all right? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah? <laughs> Lord help me. Guy fucking hit for the cycle. That's crazy. I that mean, does it matter? I mean, they they still lost. It's just like a it's like a participation ribbon. So you're Jonathan VR, and you're a single shy of the cycle like he was. Yeah. But you're down a run, like they were. Right. They were down two, but who's counting? You hit a ball that's in the gap. What are you doing? You stopping at first or what? No, you're not. You're down. You're down a run. It depends what team. It matters. It depends. It depends what let's team. Let's say I'm let's say you're in the playoff race. Dude, all right, playoff race? Yeah, no. Dude, you're, if I'm the, you're the Mets. If I'm, you're never trying to go the, for the cycle in that instance. Dude, if I'm on the Orioles. I kind of want the cycle. I feel like I would, <laughs> I feel like I would yeah, definitely that's go what I'm saying. It. Dude, if I'm on if the Orioles and I'm 20 in the, all right, yeah. in the first place, you're I'm stopping That's what first. I'm saying. You're Jonathan and VR. I, and yeah, then but, when I get pinch ran for in two seconds, I'm fucking kicking the well, manager pinch, in the uh, dick. VR is fast. Yeah, but yeah, relative. No, I'm saying the coach is pissed that he would take him out. That's what I'm saying. I may have made that a little outlandish. But I'm saying VR, if you're Jonathan VR in that situation and he hit that one... Like, he had a bloop one to finish it off. But if that was in the gap... I'm stopping at first saying we're down eight I don't think a single player in the MLB fair, except for... He didn't, he didn't even know that he was about to hit the cycle. How do you know that? That's such the an oil came statement. out that he did not know. No one in this dugout told him. What if he had no he idea? He doesn't keep his own stats. That's just the Orioles analytics yeah, for you right there. <laughs> no, I think there's... You want to talk about technology, lack of... I think there's one player in the MLB that would have stopped at first. And I would love for you guys to guess who it is. Who is it? Robinson Cano. Robinson, yeah, that was my Not guess. Not Robinson Cano. Robinson Cano hates running. Clint right, Frazier. I'm, I'm talking about ball. Clint Frazier. No, I'm being serious. I'm talking if about Clint Frazier was about to hit the cycle, he's stopping at first. No, I'm saying Yasiel Puig. That's what I'm thinking. That's a good stop. one. That's, That's what I was yeah, thinking. I, would, I, would, I think Puig would stop. Yeah, that would take that honestly. All right. What is there to really talk about in the Orioles series? It, it was two games ago. It, it was a while ago. I'd rather, I'd rather look on to, to the next Orioles series, I guess. I can't fucking. I don't know why or how. I mean, we still have another game. uh, For those listening, we have another game uh, today uh, against the Blue Jays. But then then we're going uh, back home and uh, playing the Orioles. So what are we looking like there? The Orioles. I think that we saw in the last series. It should be the same thing. Well, no. I I mean, I I hate to actually like give the Orioles the time of day, but these. Games kind of matter right now because we're in a really easy stretch of the schedule and we need to win as much as we can right and now we because are. we're we're way 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 ahead of the AL East. But at the same time, we're kind of in a battle with the uh, with the Astros right now. Before the game tonight, I don't I don't really know what the Astros did, but we lost, so we're about even with the Astros yeah. for the home field advantage yep. throughout the playoffs. So you you want to have the best record in the AL, and that's basically our race right now. We're not home fighting for advantage. the AL East right now. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I would just like to point out. We were the first to the gun over Bleacher Report for the Brian Cashman story. So I'd just like to point out for you listeners out there, Bleachers. you're going to come to us over Bleacher Report. Because Bleacher we Report's just, 23 we just beat minutes late on every story. Minutes. We just beat Bleacher Report Have you ever been watching a minutes. game? Like, all right, so you, if you're watching an MLB game and something happens in the second inning that's noteworthy... Like, I, I don't All know. All the time. Yeah, and then you won't get the alert from Bleacher Report until the sixth inning. But we're above average late. fans because we cover Yankees, and Bleacher Report covers a multitude of sports. 
Therefore, all their array the, of teams. By the time this podcast comes you out, though, we're going to be hours behind them. So. All right, you guys all got ADD. Back to the Orioles. All right, so let's, let's bring it back to last can we, series. Can we look at who the problems Let's bring it back to last series. We just broke a home run record. Oh, yeah. Against not, not only at another team's ballpark, but against a team in one year. We broke both of those records for home runs with three quarters of a triple A lineup. And we still have four games against them left. And we still have four games against them. That unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, the Orioles are just a joke. I think the bigger joke is how Dude, the ti- can we talk about the ti- how the like we we have more home runs at Camden Yards. Than the Tigers. Then the Tigers have at home. Can we talk about how Chris hey, Davis tried beating nine, the shot of his home games. manager? In nine games. How, how many how many did the uh, t- how many games have the Tigers played at home? The Tigers have played fifty one games at home. At thir- what is it, thirty six? They have thirty six home runs. Yeah. Like, the Yankees what have played. The, and we still have to, we still play them four more times. Four more times. Speaking of the Orioles, I think Tanaka was letting up Tanaka was letting up like four runs. Tanaka was letting up like four runs just to see if Glaber could come back and win it himself. And there's Rella jumping in again. And there's Rella. He hates not having a mic. All right. <laughs> the worst thing ever. I, like, so this is just a side note. So for all you listeners out there, I actually just finished an internship with the New York Yankees. Go Brooks. Let's go Brooks. So, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so high key, really sick. We appreciate you. And today on my last day, unfortunately, of the summer internship going back into the school year, I actually got to sit in the uh, opposing team's dugout. And in that time, I truly, truly sunk in what it feels like to just lose without even being in a game. I could only imagine what it's like to be fucking David Price sitting in there this past Saturday night, Sunday night, where he just got smoked. Imagine being David Price in the third inning sitting in the Wade dugout after having 101 pitches. and Imagine being David Price spending his entire career in the AL East except that little stint with Detroit. And just continuously losing. I absolutely cannot imagine that. Like he got carried just a defeat. He got carried to a World Series last year. That's why I was a starter. He hates pitching. He only has to play every five years. No, but actually, that was something that I mentioned, or I I meant to mention earlier. I I didn't really have the chance, but we were talking about Hap earlier and how he's not going to be a playoff caliber starter unless he figures it the fuck out. But we can kind of work our way around that if Sevy comes back because. You don't really need to throw five stars in the playoffs, especially no. if we have home field advantage. You don't, no, but if it's not, not even close. Because not, I mean, we're not going to have a wild card game anyway. But when if you had a the wild card takes out your number one starter going into the next game, so there you might have to use uh, a fifth starter in the AL uh, DS at some point. But if we're not going to play in a wild card game, we can work a four minute rotation if we need to. But we need. If we get to a series, if we get to the ALDS or ALCS, whenever realistically, whenever we end up facing Houston, right, we need someone to go up against Verlander, Cole, and Granke, and to be solid. That's that's that is very very true. Because you can't just rely on three four innings of pitching, and then rely on more than half a game being on your bullpen three games in a row at least. Not even we that. We we just can't re- like. We can't the way we're pitching right now, we would have to rely on us scoring eight runs a game. I mean, I feel like that's where our bullpen also comes in. If you, I feel like if you give, we're ranked in the bullpen, and our our the Yankees bullpen is ranked number one in the league. I feel like if we give even two or three innings just through the lineup, then our bullpen comes in and just shuts it down. 
But if I, we, I can agree with that. But, but if we keep doing that during the regular season, like we have been doing a lot, by the time we get to October, that's just going to be a shit show. Well, I mean, in a in a so must, it's only a matter of time. Also, in a must win game. Look, our bullpen a, is definitely over. Others. In a must win game, a, I take our bullpen over most starters. But the problem with the playoffs is, you, you just don't know. Well, yeah, you don't know, but also you can't gas your bullpen in the playoffs. If your bullpen gets gassed in the ALDS and then the NLCS, so by the time I you get to the World Series, they're all going to be fucking gassed, and we can't yes. afford that. So we do need the starting pitching, like you were saying, and that's where Sevy comes. That in. way, we, we really can rely on the bullpen. Sevy and Batanzas. Batanzas is the big ass piece of this I don't, bullpen. I don't like relying on a starter and a top grade closer. In the playoffs, when they haven't had a pitch yet all year, and also it's mid-August. True. Also true. Like, look, right, we, but know, we know what Sevy and Batanzas can do. We've, we're not... When healthy. Well, that, well, the, when healthy, but we're, we're very we accustomed. We're but, 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 exactly. And it's come playoff time, Sevy is not... can't bank on that. Sevy has not been the most reliable in playoff history. No, not at all. Guy's got a, like, um, what, Wa- 72 ERA? Wild card game got right. smacked. He went through a third of an inning. Wild card, I, he, back that to was back. also... That back was all back years in the wild so card. Much, yeah. You're going to get pulled so much faster in a, right. in a wild card Severino's game. Severino's good. It was one time. I'm saying, as a whole, it was one game against the Indians. Let me give a little that comparison for you guys, because this actually relates. It's why I had to hop on the mic once again. He said he wasn't going to talk at all for the so record. Much. I said I was going to talk. I had to talk. So, little comparison for you. Remember 2015? What happened then? Um, the Kansas I lost City my Royals virginity. Is what happened then? <laughs> That's a good comp for you right now. That's why I'm bringing this up. Looked it up again. Yes, for those listening, I was bored. So, these guys, these guys, the Kansas City Royals, they're starting pitching. What was it like? Your Rondo ranked, Ventura. It was ranked 22 in the league. Dude, how fucking bored <laughs> So bored. I'm not even reading anything right now. Keep going. No, yeah, Keep going. They were ranked oh 22 in the league. What are we ranked this year? 16. We're better than them. They won a World Series. Continue. Their bullpen was ranked sixth in the league in that year. They had a very strong bullpen, weak starters. Their bullpen was ranked sixth. What are we? One. We beat them there again. They still won a World Series. What do they have? They had really good bats. Their bats were ranked, I think it was four. It was four in the league. We're two. So we beat them in every category. So my point being, they also played the Mets. My point being, what do you mean two in the league and heading though? Is it is it ranked in the right. teams? Uh, oh yeah, in but war. is it, is it at war? war? It's war. All right. They played it's, the Mets. Which is everything. Yeah, the Mets were good that year. But my point being, Daniel Murphy was good. For those who say that the bullpen being strong isn't enough and the starting pitching being weak is is a big problem, my big point here is innings. Like we need in, we need pitchers. We need guys who can throw innings. Like. Players who can get us innings. Not even like I don't care who if it's spread out over twelve people, if it's spread out over a million people, as long as we're getting those innings done with guys who can keep batters from getting hits, that's all that matters, right? So if we have the number one bullpen and we spread it around, guys like Luis Sessa have a three nine one ERA, that's fine. Big locker room guy, whatever. Luis Sessa will not touch but he a might, playoff though. game. Right. We right. could be down a million nothing. Right. I, w- right. I so would be disgusted. It's a 25 man hey, 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 hey. spot because Hap is not going to be a big locker room guy. Big uh, locker room guy. My whole point being <laughs> with this whole conversation that I started was that for those who say that the bullpen isn't going to do it, the bullpen did it for the Royals. They won with flying colors. And also, for those who say the bullpen is taxed because they've been throwing a lot, we are the only team that has not thrown a pitcher 
for two days in a row in the MLB. Drop the mic once again. No See ya. Way. That's a fact. The only team. Is that, that no? That is true. To, I saw that. But to clarify, that's we haven't thrown anyone back to back days from the bullpen. Yep. There's no way. No, I, we I, just I, had no, two. They were talking about that today. No, I, 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 I believe. I believe. That. I believe no, it. Listen, like imagine that's like, just crazy to think about. Just just give a good thought to who's in our bullpen over this past year. Uh, Batan. No, sorry, batan has been out all your shit. No, he's been. That's who you start with. Chapman, Canley, Adovino, Holder, right. Sessa, Britton, no, Chad Green. Let me see if Chad Green. Love him. Uh, Nestor, Tarpley, don't forget Tarpley. Tarpley, Cortez, <laughs> Nestor, Nestor, Nestor. Nestor. Nestor's my guy. Fucking Nestor. Um, I, when he first pitched, Adams, I did not know I, who the Chance fuck Adams he was. Not good. I didn't think so. Uh, but but listen, that. like, but those are all Give guys that you can throw <laughs> in from. Look, there's a select few you can put in the eighth and ninth, but for the most part, from whenever you want the beginning of the game up until like seventh, maybe eighth for some of them. You can throw them in pretty confidently and think you're going to get out of it scaveless. Well, the good thing that – and the, the one way that we could maybe work around the start, the whole starting pitching dilemma that we have is that we have the bullpen arms to do what we've done all year and start Chad Green. Well, the Yankees have like – I'm mean, pretty sure the statistic is – No, we yeah, no, 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 no. We, day, we lost one the other day. There's one loss. We, and it was the other day. Despite that, I mean, Chad Wait, Green is just – I think we're like eight or one or nine thought, and one I think when we, I think when we have a bullpen day. It, does, it doesn't matter. It, no, when, like, it's, it's when Chad Green starts, not when it's a bullpen day. When Chad Green yeah, starts. Hold, even I'm pretty even sure despite that, one, just, that's absurd. Holder. That's ridiculous. I, it'd be so cool if Holder was absolutely like an elite setup guy. I miss it. Like if he led the league in holds and his last it. name is Holder, I miss, Holder, I miss David cool Robertson. Oh, no, he, well, he mean he's out for the year. Remember when we had the 10? Oh, maybe not. The, the, I don't know. What is it? The 10? What's, what's, the, what's the word for three? Not tandem. Trifecta? But, yeah, when we had the trifecta. <laughs> the trio. Excuse me. Is cooler. Of Batansis, Chapman, and Andrew Miller. Oh, stop. Remember when Andrew Miller was an elite pitcher on the Yankees? He was an elite pitcher last year. He's so average now. What is he on the Cardinals now? He, he, he just had an off year. He was still fucking elite last year. I'm he sorry. Was elite if last year. He was is, one of the best relief if pitchers. If Patansis is year. your guaranteed seven guy and Andrew Miller was your eight guy. Oh yeah. But but if we did that, we wouldn't have had Torres. That Yeah, but we got Chapman back. But we got Chapman back. Yeah, we had Chapman back, but we still I guess. But we would just re signed him for a lot of fucking money. But if we now if we never lost them, we wouldn't I don't know. I guess in the in hindsight, giving up Andrew Miller wouldn't I mean, all right, so I'm going to go back a little bit, but this was one of the points I wanted to make earlier, and we just didn't get to touch on it. We were talking about uh, Urshela and the trade deadline just going side by side. What do you guys feel about a potential trade with Andahar? Yes. It depends. It depends what we get. Because I'm personally for it. It really just depends what we get. Because if you just want to put, like, every major category side by side, defensively, Andahar's got him beat by a mile. I mean, I'm excu- oh, wow, excuse oh, me. Yeah. Urs- other way around. Yeah, Urshel has yeah. got him beat by a mile. Can you even say the bat's different? Last year, Andahar batted 297 with 27 home runs. Like 49 doubles or something crazy like <laughs> that. But. Yeah, but this season, you have Urshel batting, what, 320-something with 17 home runs at the moment. So by the end of the year, he'll have, what, at least 22. Mm-hmm. Give or take. Give or take. I'm saying at least 22. But now you have a Gold Glove contending third baseman. Oh, I, I don't see anybody being. And he's twenty seven. He's he's the Gold Glove. He's twenty. He's got to be. Who, who else is? Dude, who else is Matt Gold Chapman? Gloves? Oh fuck! 
Yeah. It's one or the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. It, it, it's, it's, American it's, League, big guy. Question. Nobody. That's true. If Rochella didn't pop well, off the way he did this year, nobody. I think Rochella will win it because so pretend uh, professional leagues don't like giving out awards to the same people in a row. But yeah. look, so look, they'll do it if they can't find someone else. But if Chet was Chet, is Chapman the one who won it last year? I, I couldn't glove. tell you off the top of my head. But I do know that they gave it to Simmons back-to-back years. Anderson Simmons for shortstop. I know they gave him back-to-back years uh, last year and the year before that. And honestly, he could get it this year too. So I, I know they, they – gold gloves at least they give it out. If there's a, just a definite dominant fielder at a position, I'm, then yeah. I'm going to go but out, right. go out on a hunch and say run. Chapman won it last year. But Let's talk if field that, of dreams. If that's <laughs> in, in a, a second. second. <laughs> ah, touche. Hey. Um – if you're just if you're just going straight up, I think you have Chapman won it last year. Yeah, so Chapman won it last year. I think they give it to Urshela this year solely based off the fact that they don't want to give it twice in a row, but also the fact that Urshela is just better. They also got Bregman in there. Bre- Bregman will not win. I, I don't know if he'll get a gold, gold glove. Hey, to be honest, he, I haven't watched. I, I don't really know. Bregman uh, will not win gold glove. My, I'll play devil's advocate a little bit uh, on this with Andhart. The thing is, Urshela had a great year, but there are so many guys in the MLB. That have had one good year and kind of fizzled off. And here's Countless. the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to counter with that. So, Andor, that was, that was his rookie year. It was right. his rookie year. It could have happened to anyone. And the thing I'm saying with Urshela is, I respect a guy that has been in the league. He, I don't want to say failed, but he wasn't playing the way he was this year. But he learned something along the way that made him into the player he is now. I, I don't know. I, I respect that as a player. Um, Anduar, you could say like maybe pitchers were just throwing him that way, like they didn't know how to pitch him yet. I I don't know. I respect the way that Urshela grew as a player after being in the majors no, and turned himself into the hitter that he is now. Like I said, I was just playing devil's advocate a little bit just for the sake of an argument because I'm actually dead set. Like if, if you had a gun to my head and said, I think we talked, you guys talked about this. Uh, Last week, if you had a gun to your head, who are you trading, Andujar or Urshela? I'm stuck in the middle. I have no fucking clue. I'm tra- I'm trading Andujar, but. He's but the, for the for the Anhar side, he's he was top three for rookie of the year last year. Last year, and he was hurt this year, and yeah. we, so you you have no fucking idea how high his ceiling could be. We have no clue. And Urshel is what twenty eight. Let's also not for, let's also not Doc forget stats, that we relo- how old is he? And 28. 28. 27. Right, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And and he had one great year, which is wonderful. And the, realistically, we're not going to have to get rid of either of them. Yeah. But, let's not forget, we did see Andahar play this year. So on that point, he couldn't hit. Uh, but he was playing. He hurt. couldn't hit water he if he was on a boat. He was playing hurt. He came back hurt for like four. No, games. he hurt. His, he hurt. He got hurt sliding. He couldn't throw. Right, but he, he still. still but he was still. He he played like what? How many games? I don't even know. Like, he couldn't I'm hit water sure less than if ten he games. was on a goddamn boat. But he so, but he played like ten games off an injury. You can't tell me anybody's gonna be that then good. Then don't in their first play 10 games because guess injury. what? In my mind, his you have stock to get back into already. seeing major league pitching. You're not gonna see major league pitching until if that you're eight. hurt. Do not play. Hey, so right. I was wondering to myself, Mike Talkman. Hello, Luke again. Mike Talkman and Gio are both playing out of their mind, right? I was wondering myself, is this sustainable? Absolutely. Myself. So I looked at some stats and some player so. comps. Little stat bomb for you right now. I looked into some stats, and I made some player comps, and the one person that came to mind to me was Mr. Lewis Linwood Voigt. He <laughs> has not 
he didn't come into the show. He was really fucking bad at baseball. Really bad. Until he was 28 years old. Gio Urshel. I'm trying to say by this Charlie point. Blackman. There is a time in baseball where people... I was trying to p- pinpoint where the prime starts. Because it's tough to realize in every, single, in every sport. Because in, in football, it's a little sl- uh, smaller of a shelf life. Baseball, you could play from 20 to 42 like Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds is different. He took a lot of roids towards the end of his career. He made he seven MVPs, which is crazy. I don't know if you want to count those, whatever. From, from what I've noticed, the prime athletic time frame the prime start, starts when you're tw- about 26, 27, which is kind of crazy. Oh, not, and that <laughs> plays. I looked at a lot of people on Baseball Reference, right. and most people like Hank Aaron's and all these random like Hall of Fame players. So bored. <laughs> so bored. But this is it, why it's a fact, day job, guys. It's a fact, and this is gonna be my day job. But the fact is. I'm trying to see if Gio and Talkman, if this is legit, like if this is just fool's gold, or if what what is this? And I want to, and I'm just noticing that. I mean, these guys, like Gio, hasn't played more than 60 games in his career in a single season. Talkman hasn't played more than 30 in a single season. Voigt, before he broke out with us, Ooh, I have a hasn't played more done. than 40 games in a single season until they broke out when they were 28. And I'm trying to see, like. Is this possible to be a breakout? Yeah, the, the breakout starts when you're 28, and I think that's fair to assume I, that this is when that happens. And not even just talking age. There's the thing that I was saying before. I respect guys that adjust to the league after they're in it, not guys that happen to come up and they they're just hot right away. I think Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward was great until he's 24. No, I think some th- something and that's he going couldn't very, adjust. He couldn't adjust, so uh, he's having a. I think something that's going very underappreciated right now. Different guy, but. Like, we're having this conversation, but there's one common factor in all of them. They're all ending up being good on the Yankees. Does that mean the coaching staff on the Yankees is just tech, the technology and the coaching staff? Are they just far superior? We're fine. Look, we're the ones finding these guys at 26, 27, 28, and they're all becoming good on the Yankees. Is it just, Look, I'm all for being lucky and just hitting gold, striking gold, excuse me, but... I'm just saying they're all ending up in the Yankees minor league system, and when they're all ending up there, they end up hitting well. I have one. No. Oh, sorry. Look Wait. at all the guys that have come up recently. They're all hitting. Right. I have one possible explanation for that. Yeah, next man up. Thanks, Rella. Um, <laughs> I, I, my one possible explanation is that the Yankees have always kind of lived and died by the long wall. It's been a thing as long as I've been alive, at least, and probably even before that. And now we're entering a stage in the MLB where this is the first year that I've really heard the launch angle era like being used a lot and I think that what it's kind of turned into is that the Yankees coaching staff they're they're saying like hey like they've been coaching the launch angle technique sort of for a little while and they're they're kind of teaching that in the minors and I think that's why these guys are coming up and hitting just so many home runs and the average is there great and that's wonderful and I don't have an explanation for that but I think for the home runs at least with Talkman and you know, Romine and every—I mean, Romine's been up and up and down for a while, but I, I think they're just learning at a, at a, I don't know, at the minor league level how to, how to hit that that effectively. I mean, like on any other team, do you think these people are gonna, these guys are gonna hit the way they're hitting on any other team, or, or do you think, think it's just so. like a I mean, Yankee they, effect? Look or, at Talkman and Urshela—they were dog shit before they came to the Yankees. Exactly. Maybe. That's yeah. Oh, breakout asshole. 
Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> at this age, it might come down to the Yankees hitting coach, but I, I think it's just something they picked up along the way. That just, I think it's just, just I mean, it's just the common factor. Every every single guy, every single guy that's coming up has been hitting as well as each other. It's just it's, I, I think I it starts in the minors, and I think that's pretty obvious by how the people that are coming up are hitting. And I think it's kind of the same thing that happened with Mariano and his curve or in his cutter. Like when when Mariano started throwing his cutter. Now that's what they teach guys in the Yankees. When you at a lot of the guys, especially relievers that come up through the Yankee system, they're throwing a cutter and they're throwing it effectively. And I mean that's been going on for quite some time. But I think that's the kind of thing. I think the Yankees were just a little bit ahead of the launch angle, and they were teaching that at the, at the younger age. And that's why that I think that's exactly why Talkman uh, is doing what he's doing. But I I did see uh, I heard something today, and they were talking about when Talkman first came up for the Rockies. He went to, like, his first batting practice in the Major League Stadium before a game. <clears throat> I mean, there were probably, like, you know, 3,000 people or so watching that batting practice. He had 50 swings. I dare you to tell me how many he missed. Please tell me. 24. Swing and miss. <laughs> Swing and miss. 15. Out of 50. 15. He missed Seven. 40. Jeez. He missed four out of five. Pierce could go up there and do better. Uh, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just like a nerve thing. I, I just heard it today. I thought it was really funny, but like that—that's actually absurd. Like an, um, a professional baseball player that is good enough to go to the MLB at some point. So you're obviously pretty established in the minors at least, and you go up and in batting practice, batting practice, batting practice fastballs, you miss forty out of fifty. Wait, so I'm uh, sorry for the tangent, but. Can we can we talk about how when, so when are we buying our tickets to Iowa? The fucking sa- I, I might just. I buy will a pay. Plane. I, I, I do. I love corn on the cob. Dude, there's a fucking. Are there people the in cob. Iowa? Is there airports? <laughs> I looked all this up. I put it on the you story. Did. Are you see all my Google searches? We're locking. Rel I put out all of the, the Google searches. Time. Yeah. Fair. What? We're locking you out of the room next time. You, you're gonna have a word limit. I when apologize, you're not on. but this is content, oh, baby. <laughs> people love content. For anyone that doesn't know. The Yankees and White Sox next summer will be playing a game at the Field of Dreams field. I mean, if you don't know that, stop listening. <laughs> don't stop That's listening. We love viewers. <laughs> That's just baseball, Susan. And you, all, you, all you need to know is... Don't call me Susan, there's Karen. There's 8,000 fans there, and I will be one of those guys. They're setting up temporary bleachers, and it will seat 8,000 people. I'm just curious With how much, window it, and right I'm just field curious so how much it's going to cost, though. <laughs> Because, you know, it's the old, the old uh, adage about supply and demand. You ever heard of it? How much is corn on the cob going to cost that? There's 8,000 fans. <laughs> Love corn on the cob. That'll be supply and demand. There's a lot of the It's going to be eight grand Low for demand. nosebleeds. It's going to be cheap. For tickets, there's 8,000. I mean, the only way you get me to Iowa is by putting the Yankees there. <laughs> That's the only way. And then my, my question or is. Or a poker tournament. That too. But if you like, what do you do after the game? You there's leave. You leave. Less than That's five thousand <laughs> buyable seats. Or get corn on the cob. You leave right away after the game, right? I'm sorry, I'm tweeting. What else are we doing? Oh, we're taking the. What next are you gonna flight? do in Iowa? The game ends at ten fifty nine. We're taking a yeah. shuck corn. corn. Am I gonna <laughs> shuck corn? Is that that's the term, right? Shuck corn. Cedar Rapids is Michigan. We're gonna we're shuck the shit out of that corn. There's a lot of it. Remember what we did in England? <laughs> I think it's Talk great. about Iowa. I think it's great for the game, though. Oh yeah, I think it's really good for the they game. They didn't release the dimensions, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. They're building a new field no, direct, I, I know, directly to the left of it. Yeah, but no, but they didn't release the dimensions. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be similar. But I think. I don't know. I th- I think it, is it going to be similar to like a London sort of thing? Because since the, there hasn't been a game, no, they, they didn't it's, build the stadium for London. No, my point is it's here. Be like the Winter Classic. No, my point here is that there was never a game played in Iowa 
for the MLB before. Do they even have sports in Iowa? They've never played baseball the there and Major oh, League guys. Baseball. The Cornhuskers. So, so my point here is, <laughs> fuck. So since they have never played an MLB game there before, is there going to be some kind of like meet and greet, like a Pretty Little Liars meet and greet, <laughs> like that sort of thing? Like they're, they're, gonna they're going within the continental United States of America. They're not going to. Like, they know, but they're trying to grow the game. They've never played baseball Dude, in Iowa. They before. play baseball. There's in never Iowa. been one MLB game in they Iowa. They still play baseball there. They know what. All right, baseball but I'm. Is. They're, but <laughs> somebody the MLB. They're not going to. But like somebody, or, somebody well, who has never seen an MLB baseball game before and sees Aaron Judge hit a fucking home run into a cornfield. May watch baseball after that, and that's why I think they might try and grow the so game. So you're telling me you've never gone outside of your state to watch an MLB baseball game? Before? Iowa, I don't know what I, I don't, I don't even know who who is. If in you're Iowa. from he, a he neighboring know where state, Iowa of, is. I don't think. Okay. Field the dreams. No, this is Iowa. Uh, but I don't you know. go to Chicago. Pierce, Pierce. Chicago. Let's <laughs> go to Chicago. That was Luke, uh, Luke Rella, everyone. That's, if you didn't I know him before, you know him talk. now, and trust me, you probably knew him before. All right. Well. What we're trying to say is you will see us in Iowa at that game next year. Is that a promise? Cause <laughs> no, that's a promise. I will live stream. If I don't have a ticket, I, I will the still three hours I'll sit in the goddamn corn. Hopefully by then we're we big will, enough where we they will just give us enough the money to go, to go there. I will pay anything I that I've saved I, up to I, go I, to that game. I have one thing about that that I, I, I haven't heard anybody talk about yet, but I'm sure somebody has. They're probably going to have some like crazy, crazy, crazy throwbacks. Like throwback jerseys for that, I, I'm ex- so excited Just to see the what the Yankees because the Yankees you got to believe they're going to be the away team, right? So they're going to have some like retro grays. They are the away team because they're finishing the series in Chicago. Well, that and like the, it, it was the White Sox field, so that yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But like, are they going to? Just do like an old version of their normal grays, or are they going to do something crazy? Because I don't know how many people follow hockey really that much, but. The closest comparison I can make for this is it's like kind of like the Winter Classic. They're going back. They're doing something retro. They're playing – like in hockey, they play outside. And they wear just like these crazy retro uniforms that weren't nece- – they were like kind of renditions of the old uniforms. Well, but they had baseball. their own little twist. No, I agree. But this like, is America. But, but like these – I mean, I, I feel like the White Sox are going to do something kind of crazy with it. I like, thought this is America. are the Yankees going to do it? When have you ever seen the Yankees wear an alternate jersey? Never. Never. So, but like, there's, there's, no, there's, there's, do there's no such thing. Except for players exactly. weekend. Except for players weekend, that's it. But there's not, though. Yeah. The only time the Yankees wear something other than pinstripes or gray is on players weekend. Exactly. Or spring training. But, like, well, it's, it's, it's nowadays <laughs> when now, now they're going to – now that they do the – I don't know why I'm pointing at the TV. It has nothing to do with what I'm saying. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Not, like – now they're doing the players uh, weekend thing where they wear some other jersey that the MLB makes and all that. So like the Yankees would be inclined to maybe do something cool with it. They're, if the White Sox I, do especially. To be fair, like nowadays cool. they might be more willing to, but I know recent like within the past like five years they just started wearing the different hats for different holidays. They yeah. used to never do that. They used to refuse to do that. They yeah. would wear the same shit. Um, so maybe nowadays, maybe they will. I, I mean, just want to see. I think it's gonna be so fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just smart for that. It, it, if the make Yankees more go sales. in their normal road jerseys, because they'll, be they'll sell more jerseys I, if they if they bring out a new jersey. So it's smart, but but they won't. But they're the Yankees. I can't. So. I, I can't. They won't. I think they might. I can't see them. Doing I don't think they will. I can't. Other jerseys than their classic pinstripes and just this, away this again. Is like I mean, if it was pinstripes, then maybe not. Well, if, not the pinstripes, but I mean, even even, even their away jerseys. Jersey. I mean, it's just yeah, if they're not coming up with a jersey for an entire different country when we go to England. But the Red Sox, different jerseys either. No, 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 no. It's not yeah, though, because 
you, they have full access to no, the, MLB yeah, jerseys. No, we're still in America, people. But the difference, Iowa. The no, the difference is, is, is they're, playing the white, they're playing the White Sox who also have pinstripes. That is the difference. That's so true. we wear but, our away But the, gri- think about it, the NBA. Jersey, I don't see the issue. The M- or the NFL, I'm sorry. The NFL is like the king of alternate jerseys with the color rush and all the anniversary jerseys and all that. But when the Jaguars go to London every day because they only fill 10,000 people in Jacksonville Stadium. That's true. They don't it's wear alternate jerseys in London either when they go play there. So, like, there wasn't, like, a premise to do that. All right. Yeah, I mean, like. Any last points? I get that. So but what do we got just... going forward? What do we got to look forward to? Yeah, uh, to myself. leave you on a happy note, uh, Gleyber Torres coming back. Gary Sanchez coming back. Luis Severino coming back. Luis Severino is starting, oh, yeah. mound, back. starting mound pitches. 23, 23 pitches off the mound. Full today. bullpen on So Glaber's still day-to-day. He'll probably be back soon. Sanchez set to be back in the lineup tomorrow. Tomorrow. Which today, will be, today, which will be today when you guys get this podcast. Saturday. Uh, Sevy's throwing off a mound today. Well, yesterday, tomorrow, whatever. Uh, Batanzas is throwing off a mound. Start of this week. And Stanton's a little farther behind, but he'll be back soon. And if you don't follow us yet, follow us on the hunt, the 161 pod on Instagram. We will and be, Twitter. And Twitter. Sorry, we just came we out with the Twitter, Twitter as well. Same handle. Same handle. No problemo whatsoever. Copy and paste that shit. But when we do that, Send it. I just want you to follow and give us a listen because I think this is the best goddamn podcast on the on the Northeast. Ever. Ever. Why am I even saying Northeast? Ever. For, ever. And you're not wrong. I, I mean, so, so poker? Yeah. Poker. Let's yeah, poker. One no. thing. Poker. I, got, I got three words oh for you. Oh, my God. Of course he does. Here, yeah, three words. Let's go, Yankees. Let's win a fucking World Series, baby. And I'll always say.